A quick announcement before we kick things off. Uh, tickets to my 2023 comedy festival show, Successful Comedian, that's the name of the show, are now on sale for Perth and Melbourne. Details on how to get them, when they are, and special offers are at the end of this podcast, so stick around. Also, as always, News Weekly is an ad-free listener-supported podcast made possible by teammates like Kylie, John Herrick, Die Cousins, and hopefully you. Just go to patreon.com slash Shah. that's S-A-M-I-S-H-A-H, to support the podcast. Top Stories of the Week! It's Britney, Brittany and Brittany, bitch! Also, taking the do out of Indonesia. And how do you say coo in German? All that and more on News Weekly. My name is Sami Shah and welcome to News Weekly, where we punch the news in the headlines weekly. It ain't easy being a Britney news now. It hasn't been an easy year for Britney's. Not to be confused with Britney, it's been a great year for Britney. No more conservatorships, plus getting married to an Iranian-American personal trainer who definitely isn't scamming her for her money. So like I said, it's been great for Britney, but for Britney... 2022s have been hard. In Australia, Brittany Higgins finally took her alleged rapist Bruce Lerman to trial, only to have the entire case end prematurely due to the toll it was taking on her mental health. I've made the difficult decision that it is no longer in the public interest to pursue a prosecution at the risk of a complainant's life. That was Shane Drumgold, the Australian Capital Territory's top prosecutor, last week announcing the trial would not go on. Then this week, he said while the trial wouldn't be going on, investigations into police interference would be going on. Today it was revealed the case has already been referred for an independent police review after complaints from the ACT's chief prosecutor, Shane Drumgold, who has called for a public inquiry into alleged pressure for him not to press the charge. According to Drumgold, the director of public prosecutions, he was pressured extensively by the police, who did not want the case to proceed. The police and other official authorities have said they, of course, have nothing to hide, especially since the case was previously declared a mistrial when a sheriff's officer was inspecting a juror's room and accidentally bumped into a folder which fell open to reveal the juror had been supposedly researching stats on rape cases and false accusations. A sheriff's officer had discovered a research paper on sexual assault which was inside a a folder of jury material which had accidentally been knocked off a chair. They picked up... folder and found this research uh, paper in amongst the papers in that folder in the jury room. It is of course quite lucky that the officer bumped into the exact folder which contained that exact paper which fell out exactly for him to find which would then force the trial to be abandoned. The trial that the chief prosecutor now says the police never wanted to see go ahead anyway. So quite a horrible outcome for Brittany Higgins. And it looked to be an equally terrible year as well for Brittany Griner, a WNBA player from America who was arrested in Russia in February of this year. 
WNBA star Brittany Griner is being detained in Moscow as tensions ratchet up between Russia and the U.S. over the invasion of Ukraine. Griner was arrested on drug charges a month ago, but the news only made public over the weekend. Russian customs officials claim they detected cannabis oil in her luggage at an airport near Moscow. She was sentenced to nine years in prison by a Russian court. In case you've never read any Russian literature, all you need to know about Russian prisons is they're the reason why Russian writers are never called uplifting or funny. Now, after almost 10 months, Brittany Griner has been released by Russia in a prisoner swap deal with the US. So, who does America give to Russia in exchange for a women's basketball player? What's a fair barter deal? US and Russia have agreed to exchange jailed US basketball star Brittany Griner for notorious arms dealer Victor Bout held in an American prison for 12 years. A basketball star for an arms dealer? Unless he's got a great layup, or she's somehow responsible for flooding Africa with decommissioned Soviet military arms, that's not a fair swap. That is the worst barter deal since that time Jack swapped the family cow for a fistful of magic beans. Except instead of a giant who has a recipe for bread that somehow involves the bones of an Englishman, Jack finds a Russian arms dealer who was played by Nicolas Cage in a movie. He's notorious, they made a movie about him, and he provided arms to all parts of the world in contravention of international law. Tonight, the man nicknamed the Merchant of Death is back in Russia. His 25-year prison sentence cut very short in a prisoner swap for Brittany Griner. Victor Bout was arrested in a sting operation in Thailand in 2008. But before that, he was believed to have funneled weapons across the world, from Africa to Afghanistan. So it makes sense then that for a notorious criminal of Victor Bout's scale, the U.S. would make sure there are no more Americans left in Russian prisons. Right? But from a penal colony in Russia, another captive American citizen expressed frustration. Former Marine Paul Whelan was convicted of involvement in an intelligence operation. I have to say I am greatly disappointed that more has not been done to secure my release. I don't understand why I'm still sitting here. American Paul Whelan was arrested in 2018 and sentenced to 16 years in prison by Russian authorities who accused him of spying. Apparently, he didn't have enough prospects as a WNBA player for the Biden administration to bother negotiating for him. Here's U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. The choice was one or none. In that case, shouldn't they have negotiated for the release of the guy who's been there longer? Why did Brittany Griner get priority over Paul Whelan? Because he's not trending on Instagram as much? Still, it is good news for Brittany Griner, who can finally return to her home in Houston. And we are following some breaking news right now on Houston's south side, where two people have been killed in a motorcycle crash. New tonight, video capturing the moments before a suspect is shot and killed while trying to barge into an apartment. Yes, police say an 11-month-old baby was inside that apartment along with five adults. This all happened in southeast Houston. Where a Houston man is being held on federal hate crime charges. He's accused of using Grindr, a dating app, to set up a date with a transgender person who he then beat and robbed. All of those are from the three hours it took me to research just this podcast today. Maybe Brittany Griner should have bought a gun from Victor Bout when they crossed paths just to keep herself safe in Houston. Blue balls in Bali news now. New laws in Indonesia have come under scrutiny because of the severe curtailing of civil liberties that they aimed at bringing about. 
The new code also prohibits insulting the president and the airing of views that run counter to state ideology. The staging of protests without official notice also made illegal. Measures that critics say are a death knell for freedom of speech. It's a shocking infringement on basic human rights by the Indonesian government and surely will draw the ire of international critics everywhere as soon as they can stop thinking about going to Bali to get laid. Because that news story, which listed the new code's restrictions on free speech and the right to protest, was taken from Singapore's channel News Asia. Australian news? Not so focused on that part of the new criminal code. Their biggest concern... It's being labelled a bonk ban. Sex outside marriage is being outlawed. The punishment is up to a year in jail. Unmarried people living together face six months in jail. And there's no exemption for foreigners. A bonk ban. A new Indonesian law, which threatens a year's jail for anyone caught having sex outside of marriage. You should be out jiggy jig whoever you want. Indeed, he's not wrong. Australia's favourite place to get laid while also getting a sunburn and diarrhoea might not be as welcoming anymore due to the new laws which make it illegal to have sex outside marriage and simultaneously outlaw same-sex relationships. The Indonesian government has defended the laws. Here's Yasona Laoli, the Minister of Law, discussing the changes in Parliament. It's not easy for a multicultural and multi-ethnic country to make a criminal law code that can accommodate all interests. So they thought the best thing to do was change it so it accommodates only the increasingly conservative Islamic government's interests? The law doesn't go into full effect for three more years, so Indonesia has that long to find something to replace the almost 5% of its GDP that was tourism until now. Still, if you do get arrested for premarital sex, just say you were a terrorist and apparently the Indonesian judicial system will let you go. Indonesia has released on parole one of the people responsible for the Bali bombings 20 years ago. Uma Patek was released early from prison for good behaviour. How good was his behaviour? The bombs he admitted to making killed 202 people. Even if he was personally sucking off everyone who ever passed through the prison, then wiping them down with his cum rag of a beard, there's no way he should be allowed out earlier than the measly 20 years that he got. Reformed terrorist Ali Fauzi says Umar Patek has been successfully de-radicalised and can do good outside jail. I believe that Umar Patek is a changed man and his loyalty to Indonesia surpasses all others. How has Indonesia managed to reform so many terrorists? Well, in Umar Patek's case, the government gave his wife, who comes from the Philippines, Indonesian citizenship so she can join him. Some are calling it leverage, especially since he wouldn't have been able to have sex with anyone else with the bonk ban in place. You should be out jiggy jig whoever you want. He's no putsch over news now. Many commentators have noticed how it feels as though the world is slipping backwards, pointing to Russia's ongoing war in Ukraine as something more reminiscent of the Second World War than 2022. Still, that's probably just an exaggeration. Let's turn to Germany next. Police have made 25 arrests against members of a far-right terror group suspected of planning an attack on Parliament. Scheiser! That's right, a far-right group was plotting a coup in Germany to restore it to imagined glory because no one learns any goddamn lessons. To be fair to the German authorities, this time they're taking no chances. 
Some 3,000 police officers were involved in searches of more than 130 properties nationwide. The group is known as Reichberger or Citizens of the Reich. And their plan was to install a 71-year-old aristocrat who calls himself Prince Heinrich XIII. You know what? After Heinrich X, try out another name maybe. A Hans or a Klaus or a Gunther maybe. Just to change it up a little. Germans are, as expected, quite shocked by this attempted coup, which included some members who were placed in positions of power within the government and military. It's not really comprehensible. You hear about such plans in other countries, but for this to happen outside my front door? It's when it happens in Germany that other countries worry. Still, it seems Germany has learnt its lesson. The coup attempt did not get a chance to go anywhere near a beer hall and no one knows yet if Heinrich has started work on his autobiography all about his struggles. That's it for this week's edition of News Weekly. Uh, like I said earlier in this show, my new stand-up comedy show, Sammy Shah, Successful Comedian, is going to start touring in 2023. Currently, I've booked dates in Perth and Melbourne. I'm going to be at the Perth Fringe Festival, or Fringe World as it's known, from the 1st of February to the 5th of February. Tickets are currently available at the fringeworld.com.au website. Just go there and look up Successful Comedian or Sammy Shah. Um, and I'll be in Melbourne from the 30th of March to the 23rd of April at the Chinese Museum again this year, the same as last time. Tickets are available for that show right now at comedyfestival.com.au. I've also set up a page on thesamishah.com. If you just click on the shows button up top, that should take you directly to all my ticket sales. However, and this is very important, if you're a member of my Patreon, you get your ticket plus one for free. In the next few days, I'm going to be putting out an announcement so that people will know how to apply for those tickets and get their names on the list. Um, I'll try to make it as flexible as possible so that people can make the decisions as late and as close to the deadline as possible. However, if you've got friends and family and loved ones and hated ones and anyone else that you want to tell to come to my comedy shows, please tell them. So yes, definitely do all of that. Tickets are available right now. I look forward to seeing you all there. Otherwise, I'll see you right back here next week on News Weekly, where we punch the news in the headlines weekly.